New Year, New Me. So in this episode, you're going to learn about all about how to create habits, how to break all the bad habits, and of course, what are even habit loops. And of course, we will also break down our personal habits and on morning routines. So stay tuned to learn more. Hi, everyone. Last week, we talked about already goal setting. So today, we're going to start talking about habits, how to build them, how to break bad habits. So let's jump right in. All right. In this episode, I want to especially focus on two books. Um, one is Tiny Habits and the other one is Atomic Habits. Um, and then, of course, um, because we like to give practical advice, we'll also walk you through our own habits, uh, like morning routines, uh, gym, like how we created new habits, and as well, evening routine, as well as the habits that we created for that one. Because in the end, I think that's the best one, uh, the best advice we can actually give. Um, that way, it also makes it more feasible. Because I think like just theory doesn't help you that much. In the end, it's really, really good to see other people implementing it. And maybe you can just like pick one from his habits. Or, you know, that one. So I think that's a really, really good start. Uh, Mark, you want to start with Atomic yeah. Habits? All right. So first of all, Atomic Habits has four laws. So the first law is the cue. So make yeah. the cue obvious. Then the second one is the second one is the craving. Make it attractive. Third law is response. Make it easy. Fourth law is reward. Make it satisfying. This is just very broad topic. So let's jump in because at this point, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, right? Exactly. So I'm right. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. First law, make it obvious. So first of all, you should start off, fill out a habit scorecard, write down your current habits that you became aware of. For example, in the morning, you wake up, oh, you always snooze. You're the guy who's like, oh, snooze. That's a habit, man. Then if you wake up directly and you get up, and I don't know, you brush your teeth. That's a habit. So what Mark, are you doing after the br brushing so teeth? Are you going to the washroom? Yes, Lucas. So it's similar basically then uh, writing down your macros, right? So basically for those who work out and they like like track everything, right? So you track for one week what you're eating. Yes. And you're basically doing that for your habits, right? Hell yeah. So basically instead of tracking macros, you're tracking your habits. So write down everything that you have on a daily basis. You have, I don't know, if you take a shit in the morning, write that down <laughs> if that's your habit. Right, because these will be coming later more and more important because these could be considered as cues. Yeah. All right, now let's write down our implementation intention. I will, and then you implement, you put your behavior there at time and mm -hmm, location. So, for example, I will brush my teeth at seven thirty in the morning in the shower. Okay. Hey, so hey, hey don't down. take away my habits here. Uh, I'll oh, talk sorry, about them sir. later. All right. Sorry. Sorry for teasing everyone. Sorry for teasing. Lucas brushes his teeth. Well, on the toilet, but uh, who cares? That too. I mean, hey, it's a secret. All right. Then we're going to talk about habit stacking. So what is that? Lucas, explain what habit stacking is. So habit stacking is basically when one... Okay. For example, let's start with the morning routine. For example, um, a cue would be waking up, right? So you have a the cue is waking up and it's like, all right, now it's like, all right, Alarm goes off, I directly jump out of the bed, and then I'm going, for example, directly in the shower because like, I reward myself because that's also one of the things um, from getting up. I reward myself with a hot shower. Now that I'm already in the shower, I basically stack it with brushing my teeth. So the one habit is just like getting up, directly jumping out of bed. I reward it with like a hot shower. And while I'm doing this, I'm stacking it with brushing my teeth, right? And that is basically you can do it with All multiple right. things. Exactly. So basically what it is, I only wanted to hear the short version, but Lucas went into the long one. I just wanted to hear. So after you finish a current habit, you stack a new habit on top. So yeah. for example, that's why we wrote down, you wrote down in your journal, 
instead of your macros, your habits, taking a shit. Ah, let's make it a combo class. And you fucking put the brush in your teeth on top of that. If that's the thing you want to do. (laughs) I don't care. Wherever you brush your teeth, brush your teeth because it's nasty if you don't. So these are the things. So that basically what I was trying to get Lucas to say is trading, like stacking habits. You have current habit, you stack it on top. So the 1.4 of the law is design your environment. Make the cues of good habits obvious and visible. So for example, in the book, they also they talk about a guy that wants to start flossing his teeth. So make it obvious. He said he puts his floss directly where his toothbrush is. I have a better idea. How about you tape the tooth, like the actual floss, on top of your toothbrush at the bottom. So whenever you use your fucking toothbrush, you're going to use the floss as well because you're going to be reminded Smart. in your face. There it is. You use it and then you floss. But also it could be just like, for example, hey, um, prepare already like your uh, workout shoes, put them already out. So directly in the morning, you have that cue, right? Um, exactly. So, yeah, so doing that. So preparing for it, doing it. This actually right, brings us to the second part, make it attractive, right? So how can you make stuff attractive? So for example, one is, I mean, okay, attractive would be, hmm, it's a good example. How can you make it attractive, Mark? For example, with working out in the morning. Well, the, so the principle is, right, it's temptation bundling. So you pair an action you want to do with an action you need to do. So the, ha- the new habit that you want to create. For example, if you have a dog, right, you need to, the dog needs to go out in the morning. Yeah. And you want to go for a run. So that means you train your dog so it runs with you. So you run in the morning with the dog. So That's that would bundling. be something that you need to do and something you have like or want to do, right? So you combine brushing your teeth in a hot shower, man, you definitely want to get that hot shower and then brushing your teeth. Nice. It's definitely awesome because you feel awesome. You shower, you clean, fresh breath. Who doesn't want that? So yeah, that's good. Um, And and, and, mm -hmm. go ahead, Mark. Well, the other thing is just like, all right, what also makes it, we are in the second law, making it attractive. Other things that make it attractive is like joining a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. For example, if you are into running, you run, uh, you join a runner club, right? Like last night, a friend that went out for a midnight run, there was a meetup that they went to. Barcelona so if you join club. these kind of environments, it makes it more attractive because it is seen as a norm there. It also makes you stick more to these norms, right? Or to your new habits, right? First of all, it takes 66 days to actually create a habit. But at the same time, if like people around you think you're weird or look at you funny, then you will not stick with it. But if you see it's norm, like for example, hey, running in the morning each morning everybody around you runs in the morning so you just like sees it you see it and you just adapt it so yeah that makes it just normal i think it's really really important also another thing is make this habit small right like at the really at the beginning so make it really really small for example in the book they also talk about i'm not sure whether it's in tiny or atomic habits it's just like before going to the bathroom do like five push-ups right or ten push-ups mm-hmm. um it's not much doesn't take much time but it's just like about getting routine done and then you get to more into to fitness. Makes sense. I also want to add another thing because to make it attractive, the second law still. So create a motivational ritual. So for you, it was like the hot shower. For example, I started that because I wanted to use also cold showers at the end. So I love fucking hot showers. So I shower really hot at the beginning and then the last five seconds, I turn the knob all the way to cold and just have that. So I have something that is motivating to me and is really, really nice, a motivation ritual. And then I do directly the difficult habit, which is the ice or the cold yeah. water. So this kind of thing is, think about it, how to bundle these. is temptation bundling. This is the second law. 
let's jump into the third law, Lucas. You already you already teased it a little bit. Making it easy. Yeah. So, so in general, also in? yeah, I mean, you can also do it with flossing your teeth, right? So, for example, you hate flossing your teeth, but man, your wife or husband already telling you like, man, your breath your breath smells. You already brushed your tongue, man. That's like 90 percent, but you still have poop between your teeth, man. Just start with using just like literally just flossing one teeth or one tooth. You're like, all right, got one, done. It must be so tiny that it almost seems ridiculous that you smile at yourself. So you're, at the end of it, and you're like, <laughs> that was kind of funny. I just did one. But then you're just like, because it takes so much, like it's like nothing. Literally, just it takes more time to get out the dental floss than actually doing it once, right? Um, and I think it's really been important you to start tiny because then you can just like, oh, today I'm doing two. I would like to do more, but I'm sticking with just two. So and then, of course, you will end up with flossing all your teeth. But yeah. So I think this third law, we already covered most of it, right? It's about reducing friction. So that means decreasing the number of steps between you and your good habits that you want to create. Yeah. And then Lucas already mentioned it. Um, you want to start, make it small, small, super small steps. If he, this guy in this book, he says the two minute rule, downscale your habit until they can be done in two minutes or less. Yeah. Um, then master, master the decisive moment, which is optimize the small choices that deliver outsized impact. Um, we didn't talk about that yet. A prime the environment, prepare environment to make future actions easier. That's the, that's also putting the floss down, whatever or it is. Basically getting all your gym clothes out if you want to do go for a morning run in the morning. So you don't in the morning have like, oh no, it's a little bit windy. Oh maybe yeah, don't want to do it. So, I think yeah. another example would be priming the environment, prepare environment for making future decisions easier. For example, eating. A lot of problems have like food problems, right? A lot of people. Yeah. So they eat shitty food. So basically, just don't fucking have food in the plate in, in the house that is shitty. Yeah, or prepare food, right? So you have like alternatives. Exactly. So like if you really know you have like craving for, let's say chips, right? Then just buy at least um, like protein chips, right? Low in fat or low in, uh, low in, yeah, low in fat stuff, right? High protein. So it fills Agreed. you up and stuff like this. So you can basically trick yourself um to eating at least getting better choices by removing all the shit or the bad options that you have in the house 100 percent. then there's another one the last thing they talk about is automating your habits which is basically investing in technology and one-time purchases that lock in future behavior oh habit tracking yeah yeah or that's something else but this is not for habit tracking for example you said about flossing your teeth but some people hate the floss in itself but if you for example i use a water pick which is basically dental it's just like a water pressure little thing that yeah. well water pick that cleans anything that they have between your teeth if you buy that then you feel maybe oh. more compelled to actually use it and you go put even it there. simpler go even simpler a toothbrush an electric toothbrush people know it's like i hate moving my teeth like this all the time man buy an electric toothbrush might oh, be yeah. also a reason right so um yeah that's a great example that's true all right now we finish with the third law the fourth law this is Lucas's let's go favorite. baby <laughs> make it satisfying this is the best one for after the gym for example so starting off use reinforcement give yourself an immediate reward when you complete your habit for so, example what have you been always doing mike when we when we started like 12 13 years ago working out what have you been always doing after each workout posing well posing <laughs> is one thing but also we do cheers with our shakes like good workout so and it's just like the immediate reward but I actually want to go a little bit more in detail on that one. Also, why it is so much more satisfying to work out with somebody else than alone. Because it comes mm -hmm. back to the satisfaction. Because in the end, normally, if you start a habit, you should reward yourself 
directly immediately, right? So imagine you're working out, you have each set, which basically is pushing yourself a little bit. And afterwards, if you work out with somebody, they say, good job. So basically, so micro cycles. Exactly. Ah. So, and then you always get rewarded because like your, your body, your gym body is saying, hey man, good job, bro. Or leave some weights for the rest of us. Uh, you hear that? And... <laughs> um and yeah that, that's just like positive re, um, re, um reinforcement reinforcement so which is really really important and i think that was makes it also why a lot of people try to work out with somebody else because they always get that positive reinforcement so i was like hey great job um and yeah and then it was like oh man fuck yeah um besides cause if you only work out alone you know i'm mean, listening to music you're struggling alone and then you don't even celebrate it right whereas if you have a gym buddy you talk shit and then also like good job bro uh two more you push yourself harder and then also you like get that uh, reinforcement so which i really yeah. really think has a big impact i like it i like it so lucas already mentioned earlier some of the that makes it satisfying is also a habit tracker a friend of mine, us he created that as well he has a really cool one where he tracks all his good and bad habit in one and you don't want to break the chain right it's super interesting and also keeps you accountable, which is important. If you share that, especially with your friends, um, really, really good because they can say, oh, man, you fucked up. Come on, you're better than this or something like that, which will obviously keep you liable and will also ensure that you keep doing it. Another well, thing of that, simple, the fourth, you just exactly. write it in the book and then, oh, you can't see it. And then just like then, exit out. <laughs> there's another part of the fourth law, fourth law is le- never miss it twice. So that yeah. means when you forget a habit, it's fine. Just make sure the next time, the next day, you put it back on track. So you have to yeah. start doing it again. Because um, also, yeah. um, you don't, it's also not only just never skip it twice, because basically skipping it twice is the start of a new habit. So basically, you are exchanging your good habit for a negative one, which is like not going, which is also can be a habit. Um, so I think that's really, really important. Um, also, I want to talk a little bit about little frameworks that actually help you create these habits, right? Because in the end, it's like, yeah, it sounds super, super nice um, and interesting. Um, but how do you actually get started, right? Because um, do you want to talk about that or do you want to talk about uh, your day person and, and then talk about the frameworks? Um, I would first um, give a quick overview of these um, as right. well as then how to break bad habits. And then I would go into our morning routine or our routines itself and how we're implementing right. it. I would just like stick with the theory for now. So for example, now, um, for example, the five second rule from uh, Mel Robbins. Um, I really, really like that one. Uh, um, nice. Basically what she says is like, um, you have five seconds to make a decision. Well, to go to action um, because otherwise your brain will tell you, Hey, give you a thousand reasons why you shouldn't be doing it. Why it's like, Oh my God, you're going to fail. Oh no, you shouldn't be doing this for X amount of reasons. So you will not do that. I personally rather use it just three seconds because five seconds is a damn long time. Um, so I was just like, Hey, three, two, one, go. You don't have, don't think about it. Just do it. Um, there was a reason why you were thinking about doing it. So just do it. Um, and then of course, I think this is like really important. And for me, the other one um, is like in the morning, like self high five. So it's also from Mel Robbins. Um, it's basically your when you get up in the mirror, you look in the mirror and just high fiving yourself. Um, because it's like this actually. So I don't know the entire science, but basically what she says, like high fiving yourself also like gives you a lot of endorphins. So it really helps you in the morning. Just like 
damn, you're amazing. It's like you high-five yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, you're amazing. Um, this is less about habit creation. It's more about the mindset thing. But we can talk about this later in, uh, when we break down our routine. Um, but yeah, Mark, you want to talk about how to break them bad habits? All right. Um, let's start. All right, guys. So we talked already about what are the four points of a habit, right? Habit loop. So the habit loop is created out of four things. First is the cue. We talked about it. We see something and then something happens. Then when you see the cue, it creates a craving. The craving creates a response, which creates a reward. And the reward, again, um, satisfies the cue again. So we brought these down. We broke them down into the four laws. The first is the cues that make it obvious. The yeah. second one, uh, the craving is make it attractive. Yeah. Um, the third one is response make is make it easy and make it satisfying is the reward. So yeah. let's break it down for a bad habit. So obviously make it obvious is now make it invisible. So reduce, reduce the exposure and remove the cues of your bad habits from your environment. If this, for example, this might eat be a lot of all the food, the junk food. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Lucas, exactly. Eating junk food. You don't buy it. You don't see it. You're not going to eat it. That's how it is. Simple as that. Second of all, the inversion Making of it the attractive, baby. Exactly. So in this case, you have to reframe your mindset. Highlight the benefits of avoiding bad habits. For example, pretty easy. In the case of eating a lot of chips, well, if you're gonna be, if you're not eating it, you're gonna be healthier. You're gonna well, lose weight. If you lose weight, or, you're more attractive. You might find a mate. Whatever it is, or you can just think about like, cause that's like, man, people don't think that far out. What about just like immediately after eating it, you're gonna feel like shit because it's gonna be so fatty that your stomach's gonna say. Fuck you. Why did you eat all that crap? Diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my case. So that's like, um, I rather think like on how I feel immediately afterwards. And it's if it's not beneficial. I try to avoid it. So um, yeah, that's like one of the things to definitely make it unattractive. And of course, make it difficult. Um, if you don't have junk food in your house, it's pretty difficult to eat junk food in your house. Exactly. So basically, you want to increase the number of steps between you and your bad habit. And... Yeah. Then also it's about using a commitment device, which is restrict your future choices to the ones that you benefit from. So for example, a commitment device is, hey, you can go on online on a website or whatever. You can say, if I eat junk food in the next 30 days, I put 10 bucks in this commitment device. Uh, yeah. You put it into something that you absolutely hate, a cause that you absolutely despise. I don't know what it is, meat support, whatever it is, something you despise. And if you lose, this will be this money will go there. You have to give Man. it to your worst enemy, basically. Yeah, or just like throw money money out of the window. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Do something that you would feel really, really bad about in terms of wasting something. All right, then make it unsatisfying. This is the inversion of the fourth law. So that means get an accountability partner. Ask someone to watch your behavior. All right, great example. Um, a friend of us, he basically just like, oh, I don't want to. Uh, drink that often so he tracks how much he drinks as well as uh how much he smokes um and then he just like each week he gives us an update which is really amazing that way he always just like we know how much he is like like we basically are his accountability partners which is really really nice because like he cannot cheat on that because he always just writes it down in the book well he could cheat on it but he's always like he sees it right um and yeah he want to stick uh he want to be honest with us so it's like really really nice i think that helps a lot because in the end um like you don't want to look bad in front of your friends um 
well, if they're true friends, right? Because like the other ones, you might lie to them, but whatever. But I think it makes it, um, it's really important because it helps you just like to see also progress, right? Because sometimes it's like hard to see it yourself. But then if you look like further out with habit tracking, you can just see that you're actually moving forward towards the right direction. All right. The last one I actually talked already about is a habit contract. This is to make the cost of your bad habits public and yeah. painful. That's the one I talked about. I mix them up with the making difficult is the commitment device is something just basically make the future choices. Um, just basically you should mix the deck the way you want it. So for example, if you know you get snacky just buy healthy snacks. So you have these available. So your choices are easier and they'll only benefit you. So basically yeah. you want this step is to stack the deck for in your favor. This is all of what it is about. That's the inversion of it. And these are the four these are the four steps to breaking a bad habit. Guys, we'll also put in the show notes. There is a PDF from the book summary. We'll add it in there. This is a clear cheat sheet. You can just follow these steps, break it down, do your own thing, and then uh, break your habits and start new ones. All right, Lucas. I like it. Talk about our day. Well, quickly first, tiny habits. I just want to quickly go oh, through tiny habits because like basically same, very similar, but Basically, it's just like start very, very small. So like flossing one teeth, right? Then anchoring it. So meaning getting out of bed. So for example, me, the shower would be um, starting small. Well, first of all, anchor is I get out of bed uh, in the morning because when I wake up, directly jump out of bed, go into the shower. Anchoring cue is the same in this yeah, model. Anchoring cue, exactly. And then the third more pun is just celebrating it. It's just like immediate celebrating, get it, getting up. Um, and I celebrate with a hot shower. So that's just like the, it's very basic. It's just those three things. And then like, it's all about repetition. The more you repeat it, the more you like recognize it. And of course it's the same with bad habits, right? So for example, every time you're distracted and you take your phone, that's not good. So um, then it would also, the more often you do it, the more likely it is. So for example, me right now, when I'm like getting a little frustrated, I used to grab my phone, but what I'd rather do right now, I grab a book. So this is, for example, like a book that we got for Christmas. And it just has like a one page, write your business plan on a doormat or whatever. It's just like some business advice, which could super cool. And then what I get that little, it's called uh, Do Purpose, Why Brands with a Purpose Do Better and Matter More by David Hyatt. I'm probably saying it wrong. Or some ideas are born ugly. Well, and I just saw can't see it, can't but see yeah. anything. Can't see it, but yeah, it's super, super <laughs> cool. It just like takes 30 seconds to read it. And then you feel like, oh man, I got an endorphin rush, which feel really nice. Um, I can only recommend that because then I'm just like, oh, because in the end, you're just like frustrated and you want to grab something, get an endorphin rush. And yeah, that's that's my, my choice right now. All right, Mark, you want to start with the habits? Should I start? All right. You start, go ahead. I All righty, ladies similar. and gentlemen, very early. So I have a... Basically, my my alarm is a light uh, light bulb that starts like a hue light. Starts in ten minutes, so I know. Oh shit, gotta get up. So I get up. Um, I just do three, two, one. Let's go. Uh, roll out of bed. I used to like a ninja roll. They always like mark my friends. Jesus like, Christ! Jesus Christ! This guy is always doing a ninja roll. Yeah, I like doing a ninja roll. Getting out of bed. <laughs> Sue me, bro. <laughs> Man, okay. A little bit of background information. <laughs> Lucas and I used to sleep in a bed for a couple of months, and this guy would sleep on the year. far end. So that means this guy would do a ninja roll over me. And obviously I would wake up in the middle of the night and this guy has a bladder like a fucking 80 year old. So this guy goes up to pee at least twice yeah. a night. 
what the fuck is wrong with this dude? But so I you wake work, up, so I don't notice it. So it's fine. Yeah, good for you, bro. I didn't <laughs> fucking sleepwalk when you were fucking. I thought the first time I was like, this is fucking crazy. Is there an earthquake here? <laughs> fucking ninja roll boy over there. Seriously. All right. So I ninja my way out of bed, go into shower, brush my teeth, and damn, I'm already fresh as hell, ready to go for my morning walk. So then just like leave the house within ten minutes, like after showering, um, put clothes on. Um, go out, uh, go outside, um, and of course, um, I'm trying to get some sunlight in uh, to start my circadian clock, which I really, really like. I normally do like a 40 minute walk, uh, in which I, in the meantime, so I stack these habits. So basically, after I get out, um, I put my earpods in and first positive affirmations, and then I start with my Spanish podcast. Right, so I'm listening to a Spanish podcast, um, which are normally actually summaries of uh, business books. That way I'm learning about interesting topics as well as improving my Spanish. Then what I normally used to, well, in summer and fall, it's fine. Um, I sit down outside and read an article also in Spanish about summaries and then listen to it. So I basically um, can combine these by while being outside, right? So Lucas um, captures himself. So basically he records yeah, himself. I, I do voice it. memos. I do voice memos exactly. uh, to myself and then I listen to it. That way I can improve my pronunciation etc so that's basically my morning routine i go home um and yeah then i have just like a, four, a few more minutes um and then at nine we start working um yeah how about you mark or should i start with my entire day no i think we just go through your day and then that's it because otherwise it's too much yeah okay all right all right so um yeah that's basically it for uh for the morning then working off obviously um and then we already talked like when i get distracted get that quick book out there um and then I, like at one-ish, like around one-ish, we go to the gym. So their trigger is, well, before we, of course, an hour before, we eat something like light, some carbs, um, an apple, like half an hour before to get some energy for the workout. Uh, of course, get our shakes done with oats, two oat scoops and two protein. Go to the gym, work out. So for that, we actually don't need to, um, like we don't need a habit anymore. Like we don't need to create that habit anymore because that is already like, really deep down because like in the end it's like really good during the day to like get out of the house uh move because like in the end like your head is just exploding after watching the screen the entire time so you get a mental reset and of course you feel good bro and like having a pump and all the endorphins which is really, really nice now of course in the gym we talked about it um if you talk, work out with somebody you always get those um like these tiny loops well, right so if you have the right partner right yes of if, course if, if you have you. the right partner if not um not that great but what you can still do afterwards for, for example if you have a spotter right so just ask them i'm sure he will say something so that's great um and then after the workout you gotta celebrate it have like i don't know whether you like the protein shake I'm like man good job give yourself a high five you deserve it you're the best um Bro, and that sounds so <laughs> oh my god i'll just nobody sees all these at no 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 bro this one but hey, but it's true though. In the end, you're just like I'll give yourself you, a set five five, bro. You can just fucking have a shake, like fucking pose and I'm like, yeah, man, you're fucking yeah. king, bro. You Fuck are. Yeah, you did it, bro. So I think that's really important. And then of course, uh, in the evening, work until sick, whatever. Um, and then and just like for the evening routine, what I prefer doing is actually I use a, a massage ball. Uh, wait one second, let me get it. So for the listeners, this is and a I'm already black back. Roll. So it's a black exactly. roll. It's like a big ass ball. Yes. Uh, I use this actually to roll my back out, um, which is really, really nice. Um, that also triggers. Because this old man has always nods in his back. Right now he's yeah. a big one between his shoulders. Oh, and fuck. I'm an old man. Anyways, and that helps me like, first of all, relax as well as triggers my brain. Oh, it's time to go to bed because I do it immediately before going to bed. 
as well as we have hue lights, we turn it to red. So basically it's to remove all the blue light, which is really, really important. Um, also on Uberman, Uberman says in one of his latest um, Ask Me Anything, he says also basically on your iPhone, you can set it. There's like a, um, with accessibility, um, you can go on contrast, uh, filters, and then remove all the yellow and blue light. Because like that way you don't have any blue light on your phone. I will create right, a short of this as well. But anyways, this is like amazing. So, um, yeah, no, I just want to say, so for those guys who don't, we're talking about blue lights. So blue lights are important in the morning to give you a lot of energy. It makes you awake. It keeps you in the state of awakeness. The problem is at some point you want to go wind down, right? Your body needs to go to sleep and thereby yep. you want to have reds and you don't want any blue and yellow in there. And that's why you have these blue light blockers. And I mean, for those who've left on the rock or haven't heard about it, super important to get these out. And that's yep. why we have the red light, et cetera. Usually that's also, if you want to go extreme, you don't want to have a light that is from coming from above. You want the light that's from below, but yep. that's also who has lamps on the floor or has some under lighting. This is usually even more, even much better than that. But this is high end level that we're talking about. So I just want to give you guys a, a little bit of the background on that. So to summarize on Lucas's, so to break down, we think it's amazing to have a morning routine because you have to get up every morning. You have to wake up at some point anyways. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. If you don't wake up, you're dead. So you don't have a problem anymore. <laughs> so the second one are then micro. If you get uh, distracted, Lucas talked about it instead of the phone, you gra he grabs a little book that he has by his hand. There's also the thing with, hey, unlocking the phone, go on Insta. Maybe where the Insta thing is, put your Duolingo. This is what I do, for example. When I go in the washroom, I started to do that. Then instead of going on Instagram, I go on Duolingo or I go on uh, Conjugato to improve my Spanish because one of my goals is Spanish, as you guys heard in the last one, last episode. Then we also have um, the macro, let's say, during the day, I don't know, going to the gym, whatever it is, your hobby you want to follow. Then And then at nighttime. Nighttime is also super good. I find they're a little bit harder like to have longer ones, like a five minutes one's okay. Like the rolling out takes Lucas two minutes, so you can do them quick. But for me, I find it hard to do like a meditation or something because you never know how the end, the night ends, right? So oh, also read in the night. I, before going to sleep, I just like read like a few minutes of Spanish and then do the same, like memo and then hear myself. So I like basically start with Spanish as well as uh, end with Spanish. Different story. I also have a different one, which I also like quite interesting for those people who are trying to get let's say, eat less shitty food. So what you can do, for example, what I used to do or like sometimes still do. So for example, I walk past the bakery, okay? They're donuts, amazing looking donuts. And then I'm like, first of all, I can imagine like eating them. It's like, oh, okay, they're good. But then I feel also how shitty I feel afterwards. Or what do you actually do? You can just like pretend like you have to throw up and looking at the donuts. It sounds weird, but actually, because then you're associating when you're like, when you do this and looking at it, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I did it in the past. So it was like actually, I was like, oh, you know what it is, Lucas? That's the second law. That's the inversion of the second law. Make yeah. it unattractive. Make exactly. Your mindset. Because if you like benefits of avoiding your bad habits. Because you're associating with like, okay, I feel like you just like because you're basically doing the physical reaction, even though you don't have to do that, and then you're associating with that. That way, you reduce actually. The, that the, the, the thing that you want. I just remembered it because I used to do it bro, I've never for a long time. I've never heard about this, bro. Yeah. You're a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah, I used to do that. And I was like, I was just thinking about it. I was oh like, about this episode, I was like, yeah, man, maybe it helps somebody. So yeah, if you have problems with that, 
Um, yeah, I, I like doing it. It's just like also just imagining how eating it and stuff like oh, not worth it. So yeah, that's that was just always like, go like. Nugget. Is there? Do you have another habit you don't want to talk about? You'll always go like, hmm, when you see a big booty or what? You're like, hmm, delicious. Nah, I'm a boob guy. I'm a boob guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy, man. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Mark, to add, or can I say? No, guys. I don't have anything else, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's it. This is that's the pod, guys. So check out our habit loops. We're gonna have everything linked in the description. If you have and any other questions, please let us know. Of course, subscribe, leave comments, and of course, catch you next episode. Peace. <laughs>